Welcome back. This is Stephanie, your host of the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast. And for this episode, we are going to talk about some housekeeping stuff so you know what to expect. And also, I'm going to give a little glimpse into some topics and questions that we're just going to cover together. But first, I feel like I need to tell you guys something that is completely unrelated to this podcast. So you most likely just listened to my trailer episode, and if you haven't, go check it out. It just kind of gives the why and the what of this podcast, but I have to tell you guys, that was my first ever written and recorded podcast episode, obviously. Well, I have a friend who is this fancy music producer, and he actually wrote and produced the music for this podcast, and he had texted me on a Friday night before all of this launched and asked me to send him just like a small demo so that he could listen to mic placement and the room acoustics. You guys, let me just tell you about my recording studio, okay? <laughs> First off, it is in my bedroom, and it was an upside-down laundry bin sitting on my bed with a Paw Patrol stool sitting on top of that, and then my microphone on top of that because I like to record standing up, so I needed it to be tall enough Um, So I'm not really sure what he's talking about, like room acoustics for. And needless to say, he came over the next day and kind of started listening to my trailer episode that you guys just listened to. And when I handed him my like perfectly recorded episode to listen to, he was not super impressed. (laughs) Apparently, I was way too close to the microphone. And you know when you talk into a microphone, you can kind of see the sound waves pop up on the screen? Well, apparently they're supposed to stay like steady and consistent in the middle. And mine were like bouncing from the top of the screen to the bottom of the screen. And I also left the metronome on the entire time. So that was fun. There was just like constant clicking. I also think I said the word crap like one too many times, but it's okay. Him and Justin, my husband, kind of like reined me back in and reminded me that most of you probably don't know me yet, but just understand that like I have no chill on my own and it's probably better that you know that now. I feel like episode two is probably a good place for me to disclose this. Honestly, guys, I share this because this dream of mine has been in my heart for over a year. I have put it off for a million reasons, some good reasons, some not so good reasons. And if you guys have been following me on Instagram, then I have been talking a lot about the book written by James Clear called Atomic Habits. And a quote I read from that book is this, when preparation becomes a form of procrastination, something needs to change. Let me read that again. When preparation becomes a form of procrastination, something needs to change. So you guys who have just a dream in your heart, maybe an Etsy business or a hobby that you would love to turn into a business, maybe a book you want to write, or honestly, maybe it's the opposite of that. Maybe you want to leave the business life and just be home with your kids or without kids. Um, And that just seems messy when you think of finances and the logistics and possibly giving up a lifestyle that you are living now. But it is doable if you don't need it to be perfect. Justin and I both worked full-time and then made some drastic decisions so that I could end up staying home and raise our kids. And I'll get more into that in another episode, but there are some steps that you can start taking now just to get a little bit closer to your goal. So even if I have a jank setup and a microphone sitting on a Paw Patrol 
Paw Patrol stool right now, I can still record this podcast and you can do what you need and or want to do by ditching perfectionism and just taking the next best steps towards it. Okay, so back to the overview. My goal for this podcast is to release one episode per week every Monday morning at 5 a.m. Mondays are notorious for just being the day that people dread, and I would love for this community to change our mindset and just to make our Mondays feel like January 1st every single week. And now that I kind of said that out loud, that might be a little extreme, but you get the point. One of my favorite verses in motherhood that I have hung so tight to is in Lamentations 321, and it says this, his mercies are new every morning. Every morning we get a new shot, a new opportunity to just try again. We could have completely fell flat on our face the day before, and we could have taken 10 steps backwards with all intention just to move forwards. And it happens, you guys, but his mercies are new every morning. We really get to start new every single day. So my goal for these episodes is to just make our week or day or season we are in to feel like a fresh start or a new beginning. I may occasionally also release a bonus episode. These will happen if I just want to add a topic or maybe hop on here and record something. I don't want you guys to have to wait to hear or maybe I just get excited and I don't necessarily want to wait for it to roll out on the schedule that I've made. My goal is just to make each episode in the ballpark of like 20 to 30 minutes long enough if you have a commute or trying to make some household chore more enjoyable, but short enough that you can listen to the full thing if you put on a show for your toddlers and just need some you time and some encouragement. And when I was contemplating the length for you guys, I was talking to my mom about wanting to make it like 20 to 30 minutes in her response, which she's super supportive of this podcast, by the way, but her first response as an empty nester of three to six children, there's some stepchildren in there, um, that would annoy me. I want something around 45 minutes so I don't have to start and stop a million times when I'm doing something. And I just laughed as we drank our margaritas after finishing up our lunch at one of our favorite restaurants and said, Mom, I have four kids. <laughs> they are seven and under and I work from home. I would never, probably in the next 20 years, get 45 minutes straight of uninterrupted time. I need something that I can listen to while Blaze is on and it's just keeping my kids' attention while I do laundry or just finish the dishes really quick. I need something quick, to the point, helpful and encouraging or maybe inspirational that I can finish before they start fighting over the remote or Tristan needs to be nursed again. And she just laughed like, oh yeah, okay, I guess that's true. So I'm sure there is a range of working moms, stay-at-home moms, and I'm sure some of you guys have small kids and some have older kids. So if you are like a 45-minute lover like my mama, you can just double up. And if you're like me and only have small pockets to listen, then hopefully these hit your sweet spot and give you exactly what you need. So we are about to dive into a brief explanation of each topic, but first I just want to give a disclaimer. I just want to say that I am in no way coming at you as an expert in any of these fields. I am a special education teacher by trade, though at the time of this recording, I just wrapped up my seventh year as a teacher this past May of 2019 and decided not to go back. So unless you want to talk like IEPs and differentiation, I'm just not an expert. There are definitely topics, though, that I have some serious experience in and have made lots of sacrifices just to be where I'm at right now, finances specifically, 
But, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a marriage counselor. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a life coach. And I'm not a pastor. Okay? What I am is a work in progress. So having said that, though, these five areas that I have chosen and that we're about to dive into are incredibly important to me as a mother. And I have completely dove head first into personal development these past five years over these areas. So to say that I have learned a lot and have a lot to say is probably an understatement. But I've also been married for almost 10 years now, and we've been together for almost 15. We started dating when I was 16. I had just turned 16. I feel closer right now to God than I have ever before. I have transitioned from working full-time and in debt to becoming completely debt-free and a stay-at-home mom. I have also been on a fitness and nutrition journey this past year. So I may not have like a degree in these fields, but I have a lot of experience, a lot of successes, and a lot of failures, and a lot of information that I've just ingested over these years, and I just can't wait just to share them with all of you. Here is kind of the potential problem that I want to avoid in these areas. A lot of people spend their whole lives trying to figure it out, air quotes there, and then we do figure it out, and we wish we could have just figured it out sooner. Then we try to backtrack, and that just makes things harder. Not impossible, just harder. And the other slight complication we face, like I said in the trailer before this, is that parenting in 2019 is a totally different beast because the majority of us with little ones are raising Generation Z, which are basically kids born between like 1996 and 2010. I think that varies some um, depending on who you ask. However, they are awesome, independent, innovative, entrepreneurial generation that stands up for what they believe in. And there is no fooling them anymore because they can find any and all information with one swipe. You ever try telling a kid that the McDonald's play place is closed and they can look up the operating hours and prove you wrong? Yeah, it's a problem. (laughs) And I guess the real problem is, is that our parents had the ability to lie to us. They could put off conversations until we were mentally and emotionally ready or mature enough for them. You guys, we don't have that luxury. If we don't engage in a question or if we feel like they are not ready for that conversation, then they're going to find that answer elsewhere. And when that comes to their faith, their financial responsibility, their mindset and who they are, their relationships and their health, you guys, we need to like step up and be on top of it as much as we possibly can. And obviously, we cannot know everything, hence why there are only five topics here on this podcast. And also, we have all been in that situation where we tell our kids something, I don't know, four million times, and they don't hear us. And then all of a sudden, one time, one other adult or peer says the exact same thing, and it's like a daggone light bulb went off, and your kid thinks they're a genius, okay? Thanks for the assist. (laughs) Kids are also going to be determined to make their own mistakes and learn for themselves. So just listen. (laughs) You could do everything right, and they still may ignore all of your amazing teachings. So this is less to do with knowing everything so that your kids will listen to you and more about you feeling like you learned how to do these things well and you set a good example for your kids to follow. Dave Ramsey always says, 
more is caught than taught. So really, everything that we're going to be talking about is just assurance that if your kids are acting like crazy people later, you can just sip on whatever drink you want to be drinking and say, listen, dude, I literally taught you everything that I could. Now, you have to be an adult and make the decision for how you want to live. Instead of feeling guilty later on, like, man, my kid is really struggling with the debt because I never taught him or her how to handle finances. But in my defense, we were just figuring it out also. Or my kid is just really struggling with their health because I never taught them healthy habits. But honestly, like I didn't really understand how to make consistent healthy choices either. So moving forward, we are not going to hide in fear of doing something wrong. We're just going to kind of pull ourselves up, acknowledge that there are areas we can improve in, take that for what it is, and then take a step forward arm in arm so that we can teach the little ones running around our home how to become responsible adults in the future. Okay, so the first topic is faith. If you don't know me, I am a Christian. I love Jesus. He is why our family lives the way that we live and we do the things that we do. Obviously, not everyone shares my same beliefs or viewpoints. That's okay. We are all still moms. This topic will definitely be more about faith the way that I see it, but feel free to insert your beliefs where they are needed or turn me off completely and tune in just to the other categories. But we are going to talk about daily quiet time, how to even do that, and what does that even look like? We will talk about scripture as it pertains to the other areas of our mindset and health and marriages, finances, and just motherhood. We will talk about how to involve our kids and raise them in faith in an organic way and not just raise church kids, which is, by the way, my biggest fear. We are also going to talk about why this generation is leaving the physical church in a massive wave and how to potentially stop that from happening with your kids. And I also sat down with a friend and asked her just to give me some genuine questions she had as a mom regarding all of these areas. So I'm going to kind of share those with you because I've been personally diving into them. So first question, how do I model grace and forgiveness without letting my children take advantage of me or fostering an environment of disobedience? Why is correction or punishment biblical? How to effectively implement corrective action for each child based on personality? How can I inspire and teach my child to allow his or her faith to guide their decisions and behaviors? What if my child doesn't want to go to church? Do I make them? What if my child has a friend who invites him or her to partake in a different religious gathering? What are some like amazing questions, right? And I'm sure at least one of these things have crossed your minds, and I am very excited just to start diving into those. So on to finances. This is probably my biggest area of expertise as far as my experience goes. I have been through the Dave Ramsey gamut. I have helped other moms organize their budgets and get back on track. I'm talking like they have given me their financial numbers of what's coming in, what needs to go out, dates of their bills that are due, bills that are in collections, and I have made like a full-on 90-day spreadsheet to get them into the positive. Okay, I personally love talking about finances, but I know that it can be a touchy subject. 
This topic will be filled with research and inspiration, stories of my family and others. My mom and my stepdad were like literally on Dave Ramsey's show and have golden scissor trophy in their house. (laughs) I have some awesome book recommendations and I'm really excited to jump into this topic with you guys. Some questions I've gotten here are how to balance living in the present versus planning for the future. How to teach money management to children and what are some age-appropriate money management skills to teach? How much to be open with our children about household finances? What are some limiting beliefs surrounding money that people have? Is it still okay to spoil my kids sometimes if the means exist? Is building wealth biblical? Is it okay that I'm a spender? Is it okay that I'm a saver? Everyone is at a different point in their financial journey, and also we have different mindsets around what a healthy financial situation looks like, but my goal is to provide tools, perspective, and guidance no matter where you fall on that spectrum. Okay, so health and wellness. This is probably the topic that I have room to grow in the most. I am fully a chicken nugget and mac and cheese girl. I love everything bar food and kid food. Dino nuggets and peanut butter and jellies are my jam. All right. And when I started CrossFit back in November of 2018, for my final fundamental class, my trainer said something along the lines of, now for this final workout, which it was fight gone bad for all you CrossFitters, don't be coming in here having only eaten a peanut butter and jelly because you will die. (laughs) So guys, I have some serious room to grow here, but I am also probably the most motivated to learn in this area. And some further questions that we are going to be discussing in this area is just how to encourage health without creating insecurities in our children with like body and food issues. What about like eating organic versus being frugal and cultivating healthy exercise habits in children while they're young? All right, so marriage. I have been married for almost 10 years. We have been together for about 15 And this will not really be a topic that covers the specifics of my marriage, but I will for sure be adding things that have worked for us or not worked for us. I will be as transparent as appropriate, and this is probably the topic I'm most passionate about because I think solid marriages are the beginning of great legacies. Although I am going to put a side note in here that great marriages are not the end-all be-all. It is hard to deny the benefits of a strong marriage and what that can give. But to all of my single moms, I see you. I see you doing it all, playing more roles than you immediately thought. Or maybe you're a foster or adoptive single mom that went into this knowingly. In the end, the goal is for us just to be the best version of ourselves for ourselves in our marriage, in our motherhood, or whatever it is. So if you are a single mama out there looking for companionship, please join in on this conversation. I do not have your perspective, but I would absolutely love it, and I welcome it. You belong here too. So some questions asked here was, how to make the small moments count when time away is not an immediate option? Some at-home date ideas, conversation starters, like a five-minute recalibration with your spouse. How to create an environment that our spouse can ask me for change or help without us becoming so defensive. And how to encourage our spouse to communicate their needs. How to cultivate a rhythm that prioritizes your spouse. What are some specific things to my spouse that makes him 
feel prioritized? And how do we even pick up on those cues? How do we keep marriage fun and exciting when so much time and energy is being devoted to the children? How to avoid the dinner and the movie trap and I don't know what to do, what do you want to do, that whole thing, okay? And then also, how much do I share with my children about our marriage, okay? How do we be honest and open about our life and our choices so that our children know that we are talking from experience but also honoring the privacy of our marriage? And last but not least, mindset. This is where we will start. This is the foundation of everything we do and will do. And there is so much more to mindset, you guys, than just thinking about something or wanting something. It is more than affirmations and whatever else. So we are going to be discussing lots of different avenues that mindset comes into play. We will talk about things from self-limiting beliefs, affirmations, growth and fixed mindset, our resources, dream life stories, the science of the brain, and just so much more. I am really excited about this topic because even a few minor shifts can change your trajectory on a lot of things. So those are the five main topics, but here were some lingering but great questions I just wanted to add in here. How do I keep inner peace and outer chaos in this culture? How much do I explain my decisions to my children versus just making an executive decision and expecting immediate obedience? How do we balance spending time with our children, but also fostering independence? How do we make each child feel important and valued? And then there's the technology and the social media piece. How do I monitor it? How do I keep my child accountable? How much privacy do I allow? Also, how do we create an environment for giving? How do we cultivate a heart for society's, air quotes, outcasts, right, within our children? And how do we teach service at different ages? Okay, so those are some questions that have been asked, and I would absolutely love to hear any other questions you guys have so that we can dive into them on this podcast. To wrap this episode up, though, I wanted to share a quote from John Maxwell, which is one of my favorite personal growth mentors. He has zero idea that I even exist, but that's okay. But a quote that I love from him says this, growth is the great separator between those who succeed and those who do not. When I see a person beginning to separate themselves from the pack, it is almost always due to personal growth. We are just going to work on becoming the best versions of ourselves. And that's really all that we can ask. To tie this back up to the beginning, what is that thing that you want to do? Do you have a dream in your heart? Do you have a passion you want to follow that never seems like the right time for? Dave Ramsey said this once, at a women's conference called Business Boutique that Christy Wright hosts. He says, there are billions of dollars of economic impact to the marketplace sitting in the hearts of Proverbs 31 women that aren't sure if they can raise their kids, be a mom, a wife, and dream big. But you can. I believe in you. Don't you just love that? We were not given the spirit of fear, ladies. We were not given a timid soul, and we were not made in the image of the Most High God just to float through life feeling stressed out about the pile of laundry we have. I mean, sure, our people need clean underwear, but from one simple mom to another, let's not let the burden of a messy house and piles of laundry take up so much real estate in our mental space and identity. How many of us have our identity tied up in how smoothly our house is running 
especially if you are a stay-at-home mom. If our house is clean and we can find our kids' school folder and pack them a healthy lunch for the day, then we feel great. But when we are running late, our kid can only find one daggone shoe and you didn't pack them a lunch. And then as they got on the bus, you realize their school folder was still sitting on the counter. You feel defeated. But when those kinds of things make or break our days, you guys, our identity is wrapped up in the flow of our home and our identity and our worth absolutely cannot be at the mercy of our home and kids. So it won't happen overnight, but let us start to just remove ourselves from all things that we have attached our worth to and put it back where it rightfully belongs, which is in Christ alone. And girl, don't forget, as you go into this day, whatever goal you are pursuing or whatever area you are struggling with, you are already enough. Okay, so action items, pretty much the same as the last episode. Um, Just subscribe to this podcast if you can, rate it and leave a review once you feel comfortable to do so. And then just follow me on Instagram at legacy underscore through underscore motherhood. Join me in the next episode as I dive into our first actual episode and just rotation within these five topics we will be discussing our mindset. We will begin to learn how to cast votes for the mom, the wife, and the women that we truly are and uncover any identities we have put on ourselves that are not accurate. I am so excited to walk with you and help you find your grit while completely covering you in grace.